Hello, happy August, and welcome to Supercast Brothers. I'm Jono slash Jonathan. I think you know the routine by now. There's another guy here, too, that's been with me for, what, 20, 24 episodes, I want to say? Uh, you know, Holy moly. I don't have the number in front of me. If I knew you were going to start with that, I would have gathered it. But hey, it's Zantuck, otherwise known as Lister, the person who's constantly getting tormented every fucking episode of this nonsense. Oh yeah, it's episode twenty-five. So good thing, good thing you had no, the information sure, available. I'm pretty sure that twenty-four was incorrect. I just wasn't sure which number. And it's also, it might be episode twenty-five, but it's also the beginning of cycle nine, the final cycle of the first season of Supercast. Brothers. Yeah, and when we we're going to be seasons, it's not just like oh, we're going to take a break. It's just like yeah, we're just using something to mark how long we've been doing this. And at when when the last episode of the cycle goes up, it'll have been a year. Mm-hmm. Well, holy shit. It will have. We're we're fast approaching. Our first episode was uploaded on August thirty first. And our last episode will be landing right around that same time frame. Yep. So yeah, holy crap. So for as you would imagine, we're planning, you know, some bigger and better kind of QOL improvements for the second season of of episode cycles. But uh we're also planning and, and eager to get started on this final cycle of the first year slash season two because there there's some special episodes planned to kind of ceremonially launch this off. And to begin is Smart our show. last on topic episode of the year. Yeah. Oh. It's it's yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're we're looking back on our time Basically, the origins of how we met and how we met a lot of our friends, uh, including several who featured on this podcast throughout the first year, uh, through the website and forum uh, legacy of the early two, early and late 2000s, rather late 2000s and early 2010s, uh, Super Smash Brothers Mercurius. So this is our origin story. Does, uh, when do we get to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Soon enough, or maybe yeah. we're going to be in the Nintendo Cinematic Universe. Maybe they can cast me for Wolverine. I'm short enough. <laughs> That's also true. Who would they cast me as? Captain Canada. Okay, I was going to say Modoc, so that works. You know what? You know what? What? Sure, you can be Modoc. <laughs> Actually, Modoc might be just now that we've gone on this subject. Modoc might be in one of the upcoming shows because uh, AIM is going to be in the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. We might actually see Modoc oh. soon. Holy moly, that's going to be very presumptively terrifying. I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Or... <laughs> but, um, you know, when we got into Mercurius, we, they didn't accept fourth-party characters like Modoc or Spider-Man or Goku like we talked about pretty recently on Smasher Dash. But uh, eventually they did, but that's for later on. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of a place to raise our hopes and dreams when we were uh, kids in high school and middle school. Uh, for some of us, elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> um, back on this forum, it's funny too because it was a it was a message board or forum, 
and it feels like that format of communication has all but died out on like gone the way of the beeper yeah um and people just don't even recognize it because there's so many social media platforms now and so many uh streaming and chat platforms like discord um that are carrying the conversation streamlining what can be streamlined bringing more of an immediacy to the table so uh forums are probably just better left off dead and gone at this rate but it was uh it still offers us some of our first slices of that old man cake where we're like back in my day we had this and we had a lot of fun on it and stuff it's really kind of strange what's happened like watching the history of the internet go from like icq chat clients to message boards to uh gaming websites like game facts or event hubs to reddit to discord like people used to use yahoo and msn messenger and um aol client but now it's just like people are just using discord or skype or zoom or some using facebook but facebook has a lot yeah facebook's going through some times microsoft teams too oh god microsoft <laughs> teams is bad uh webex mm-hmm. teams is bad oh god my job mm-hmm. is WebEx teams and i fucking hate it <laughs> it's such a bad program it's so bad yeah yeah i mean Slack i mean we use well. zoom for we use zoom for some like music meetings and stuff and that's okay the security issues there kind of make me wary yeah I have a but it is what it is <laughs> part of it's just the name. nice i hate it part of it how it's yeah like, oh yeah i've literally here, here, here's this program i literally never heard about zoom once until pandemic and then everybody's just like oh my god zoom let me just let me just love on it forever blah, 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 blah. like seriously fuck? where did this seriously come from? like guys just use discord it's mm-hmm. way easier. You don't have to deal with a fucking link every time. They're like, what is the Discord? Is that the gamer one? I'm not a gamer. Fair point. Like, uh, like they've, they've had to change their marketing and be like, place for talking now. So that people mm-hmm. don't realize, like, oh, it's more than just gaming? <clears throat> like, yeah, dumb dumb. Yeah. Seriously. But it's so basically... Mercurios yeah. really was just hyper-focused on just the one thing, that being Smash. Later on, we would get like other franchise discussions where we could talk about Mario games or uh, Metroid games, Fire Emblem, Sonic. For some reason, had a section. It's like okay, nobody plays Sonic, but whatever. Mm-hmm. There were no good Sonic games at the time. There were not. No. <clears throat> um, it's interesting. Uh, let's let's go through a quick little look back on the entirety of what I can see here on the Mercurius homepage, uh, for the forums, rather. Yeah, cool. So there was there was a general information area. Uh, as where you do. One, yeah, as you do, because there was a website that was linked to and is still available for viewing somehow, even though this uh, forum has been dead since 2017 and has really been dead beforehand. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's funny that the last ounce of activity that they got was a post in 2017 that was is the website dead yeah and it's like it is so mm-hmm. so cheers to that but anyway 
Um, so there's like information. It's an information bulletin for the website um, where where the admin DK3 would upload our submissions, which are the equivalent of what we do here on this podcast with Smashtopia, where we uh, go through and say, hey, here's an idea for a character or a stage or an assist trophy, what have you, and we're going to throw it on here in text form. And that's uh, and then DK3 would move it from the forum to the website if it were approved by a uh, panel of members um, who are trusted for that sort of thing. Like you and I were both part of that uh, right. judgment team for after uh, a while. Although the panel only came about years later. Yeah, originally it was just like yeah. he would put any notes that got submitted onto the site, whether it was good or not, which I mean, hey, you know, that's his right as a site admin. But eventually there were all these topics about quality and when they have quality submission on the site, it's like, all right, let's build a council or whatever and we rate submissions, like, okay, if they're good, we put them on. If it's one sentence description on what a character's attack is, probably needs some work. Yeah, yeah, and, and in some ways, we uh, unwittingly made our own little functioning version of a Congress congressional system that was actually nice and functional, and on the other hand, it was a way for us to continue kind of like a, you know, our high schooler circle jerk for for our ego as well so it, it served all sorts of purposes uh yeah. speaking more so on my ego <laughs> which was out of control when i was on this website as a kid yeah you were a little rough a little rough but um it's sad to say that not as rough as some others as some others but um yeah there was a general discussion area that was built over time uh Oh, for a brief period of Mercurius history, I was actually a moderator and later an admin, so I got to make a lot of these new oh, forums yeah. in collaboration with you and DK3. Oh, that's uh, one of them was experience, even though I didn't realize it was coding at the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Super basic uh, coding. Super basic. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was it was an infusion free forum, so it was all uh, extremely basic uh, juvenile CSS. But it was still uh, pretty intriguing to go through at the time. You were, but hold on, let's go through the rest of these. There's uh, comings and goings where we would say, "Hey, I'm new here," and then everybody would come around and be like, "You're great," or someone would be like, "I'm leaving because I'm a teenager and like to create unnecessary drama on a Super Smash Brothers forum." That was me, and then you post that there too. Yeah. Uh, the description is: We come, we go. We all just roll with the punches and roll with the flow. That was a song lyric from Eric Hutchinson. I thought that it was another forum that we later did, but was a little more explicit in terms of the comings and goings. Anyway, um, Smash Brothers Fantasy. I oh, where we like, like just made mode, lists. Yeah, yeah. You can create, design your own complete content list for your own fantasy Smash Brothers. Okay, interesting. Um, That's more or less what a uh, Smashopia kind of is. I'm just saying, like, we want mm -hmm. all of this. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, okay, that's that's true. That's true. And then there's uh, games, tourneys, and role-playing. So we would uh, get together, make tourney brackets, make uh, just play forum games. But most prominently was the role-playing part sector. These were full-fledged uh, free-form role-plays that in many ways were less what you would expect from role play in terms it's not like a strategy title or or a firm setup like dungeons and dragons the freeform role playing that was happening on super smash brothers mercurius 
which uh, Jake actually helped to usher in, uh, were like full-fledged collaborative stories that we would write on together. Um, so that was a big turning point for us. That was kind of like near the edge of the Mercurian map as far as the history goes. Uh, this was like, what What would you say, like 2015, 2014? No, actually it was earlier than that. Um, 2012, I think, 2011 or 2012, we got together for the Ultimate Tournament where we had all of our fictional characters that we, that were our original characters for the most part, um, except for a couple members who were like, hey, I'm going to put Darth Vader in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was some debate over whether or not he should be allowed to use Darth Vader. But then I think we were just like, fuck it. If he tries being OP with Darth Vader, then he loses. Because that's how the tournament was perfect. Like, you can't just auto win. That's nonsense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, ultimate tournament. I think that's something we, we should loop back around to later since it was such a big thing. Um, but basically, it's, it's as you would expect. Um, by the name, we were using our original characters and Darth Vader to engage in battles that would ultimately go up a bracket in this freeform roleplay setting, and then there would be a final two, and then there would be a winner. And that ended rather climactically, I might say. It's so climactically, I might say. <laughs> we'll we'll get back to it. Um, then there was a spam forum, but then there was then we get into the meat of what made Mercurius Mercurius for so long. Um, I believe the site was founded in probably what mid 20, 2006. Um, so you were one of the for almost one of the members of the first wave. I think there was a first wave, and then you came along a few months later. Pretty much, yeah. Um, I wasn't an yeah, OG, so, but I was pretty damn close. Yeah, so you joined on the December twenty eighth, two thousand six. Yep, I would have been sixteen by then. And I was, I, I was, I was going to say I was born on. Uh, <laughs> That's a little bit I, I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yep. So I yep. don't know why you would say I, I joined on, I joined on September 4th, 2007. Which, as my math would dictate, means I was 13 years old. Yeah, you was a so, Yes, I was, and you know really that was kind of like the. About it. Through, yeah, this when you realize that, like, it, we didn't know how old anyone was on the site. As far as I knew, mm -hmm. everybody was around my age. I had no idea, and I was trying to find out years later. I was like, "Holy shit, you were like three to four years younger than me. What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah, I'm as old as your brother. It's it's it puts <laughs> a lot of things into perspective. It puts a lot into perspective. Like, holy shit. Especially when you think about other people like Flame Zone. Holy hell. What was he, 10? He was 11 years old. Was he actually? He was actually 11 years old, yeah. When he joined, or not just when you joined? When he joined. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, it Eric is like... Yeah, he's like... I'm I'm 26, and he's like 23, I think. So he, like, just turned 11 when he joined Mercurius. Yeah. So there is that. And, you know, back in the day, like, the, the written forum rule was like, you have to be 13 years or older to nah. be a part of this forum. 
but and then he just kind of cheated the system. Which I mean, honestly, well, like, like, that's what everybody's on the internet. It's like, are you thirteen or over? Everybody's clicks yes. It's like enter your birthday to enter here. It's like everyone's just like, all right, you're defaulting me to January first. I'll just take the year and make it be nineteen fifty. Hey, look, I'm old enough. The internet lies. That, that could apply to a lot of things. Yeah. For some reason, <laughs> Steam will ask me every now and then when I'm looking at different games, like, are you old enough to view this content? Like. Yeah. What? Why are you asking? <laughs> you have my birthday in your record, Steam. You're like, bitch, I'm almost 30 years old. <laughs> almost? Actually. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost. Once we hit November. I was trying yep, to think, once wait, we hit is November. this episode uploading again? Oh, right. Not yet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uploading August 1st. Which is why I said happy August at the top of the podcast. Yeah. It's not actually August while we record this, but it's close enough. Yeah, it's pretty close. It's close enough. Yeah, so happy so, August. Not a whole lot has changed, but I mean, you know, Corona's still in the world. The world generally still sucks, but at least you're listening to this podcast. I mean, hey, which dude, I did not expect Meth Raptor to start hitting the U.S. shores. That was not on my apocalypse bingo. Neither did I. Neither, I agree. I Now that you mentioned that, I did not expect Jeb Bush to suddenly come out as a strong contender for the White House bid. So I mean, it helps there's... if you have a bazooka in your arm. You can just point at people and be like, you want to vote for me? Or do you want to get bazookaed? Because we can go either <laughs> way with this. Please Finally, clap. Finally, I'll the cyborg. You know, I was... <laughs> Seriously. There's a... Just, just, you know, I, I just said this is horrible, but at least we know now. Yeah. You know, yeah, at least we know, know now. Uh, I was really kind of wondering uh, what that group chat was going to be about when you added us onto it. But I, you know, it's unbelievable uh, in the worst way that he would do that with the bazooka and the whole robotic thing. But um, I think we'll make it through. We'll make it through. Um, speaking of please clapping, though, that's kind of what we basically wanted people to do with our character submissions, or stage submissions, or item submissions yeah. on Mercurius. Um, so here you have a 13-year-old boy, right? And he is yeah, enamored by Smash Brothers and <laughs> enamored by uh, video games in general, and DK3 has gone on to uh, GameFAQs and was toting around this roster image that is infamous it is still out there on google when you're like super smash brothers fan roster and put it on google images it it's near the top of the list of things oh, yeah. that people will recall in our community uh because if dk3 you spent this time super smash brothers roster you're gonna find this massive ass uh i think it was hexagon hexagonal uh this yeah. roster that he created with all these crazy characters like Okay, sure. Cloud Strike isn't as crazy as he is, as we thought he would be last back then. But it would also be like Darth Vader would be on there, or other real life things. I actually tried just googling it. Oh no, there it is. Yeah, I just found it. Uh, nice. It, it, I had to scroll a little bit to locate it, but it's got a fuck ton of characters on it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and it says like in the bottom of the corner, you know, 2006 DK3 S. SSB Mercurius.nasoft.net. That's one of the ways he was trying to get people on the site. He'd be like, hey, look at this. You can have six playable characters at once. If you want to play as TT, the time trial clock from Diddy Kong Racing, yeah, we got it on here. Uh, Gex, 
Uh, Discoon, <laughs> Goemon, Chef Kawasaki. I can't see them a lot because this image is kind of blurry. Shigeru, Shigeru Miyamoto, the sandbag, Lady Bow from Paper Mario. Like, what? <laughs> what did you do, DK3? Why did you do this? But and I believe there was a honestly, Star Trek ensemble on there, too. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Like, it's kind of an infamous image from way back when. Oh, I don't yeah. think a lot of people will remember it. But, like, if they were to see it, they'd be like, oh, wow, yeah, I've seen this. Holy crap. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's some nonsense. Yeah, so my recollection is that he just started building this, even pre-Mercurius, and then realizing what kind of, uh, you know, validity he was, re he was able to take from posting that image and people... Uh, I mean, praising it, has, it in the early days of the internet. It, yeah, he it made Mercurius. to the site in the image. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. SSB Mercurius that maps up the nits right there. And the website is still live. I went to check it. And you can still look at the most recent iteration of the website. He kept deleting it and taking it down several times and would reset how it looks. But So not every submission that was ever made on the forum is on the site, but you can still look at shit. It's got a link to the forum. It's got a wiki. The last, uh, yeah, there was a wiki at some point. I did mm -hmm. the, the, the lion share of the work. Really, the week was just another place where you could see all the movesets. It was really just another version of the website, honestly. Yeah. But it gave me I think it was. A, yeah. And I think you kind of shared that charge into developing the wiki because you were frustrated with DK3 for all of the times that he did come in and say, hey, you know, yeah. this feels like an inferior version of the website let's just wipe it clean and redo the entire html and see what we can make with it right you know i, I understand um, you know as a developer as a website designer he wants to update the site improve how it looks and do better coding but he didn't need to wipe all the movesets off of there that's what upset me every time it's like no you don't oh, yeah. do that mm -hmm. you can granted the way that the way the site was made at the time each page like, it's, it's very amateurish compared to websites now, extremely. Because each page had all the coding on it instead of, um, instead of like using a, a, a base formatting and you can just, you can just insert everything else into. Mm-hmm. But, oh, God. So it, it would have been, honestly, a pain on his end to reconvert everything. But mm -hmm. still disappointing. Yeah, it is. Um, it's also interesting, too, because all of the the hyperlink the address to this website is ssbmercurius.matsoft.net yep so uh so matsoft was dk3's brother and if you just go to matsoft.net you can see the other things that uh matt developed and it's just kind of funny it, it gives you a good look at what the internet used to look like uh from the early to mid 2000s down towards the 90s and the 80s yeah. Uh just everything is just it's just sheer HTML menagerie work. It is really kind of strangely charming and nostalgic, but also just disturbing. I'm like, wow, thank God we moved past all of that. Um it's a good it's a good reminder too that back in two thousand seven when I joined on uh September fourth, two thousand seven, um People were still, you know, using pagers and beepers and PDAs and oh, yeah. flip phones. You know, it was a totally different world from what we're in now. Totally different world, um, which kind of, I think, 
informed the development of my first character on Mercurius that I submitted for approval from DK3 and and everyone else. Um, do you want to know what it was? Hit it. Yeah. Okay. It was the there was a title that was rather popular on Flash at the time, and it was on my mom's cell phone, which was just a an LG flip phone uh, that she got. It was a miracle that you know now people are getting cell phones that weren't the size of a regular phone or the size of a large cat. You know, so we're entering that new era where they were sleek and and sensual and beautiful little little phones that by today's standards are already ancient rocks um but there was a game that she bought on there to pass the time called elf bowling and i got the elf from elf bowling from my mom's neolithic cell phone game and made it into a super smash brothers character with a fully realized moveset why I don't know, and I like how some of the comments were like, why as well? Because there was Captain Ult, who was a, one of the OG members, I believe, and he was like, I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> um, but then there was another dude, Kamek Guy, amazingly weird. Uh, weird spelt W-I-E-R-D, because he was also 13 years old at the time. And he's now scarred by the character. Incre- incredible. Incredible endorsements, I must say. Um, and these elves were very trolly, too. So, uh, literally, some of the taunts that I have up here. Elf makes a farting noise. Amazing. I mean, your Elf says in a squeaky is... voice, you stink. Yep. Your, your final smash is Elf takes out a huge bowling ball as large as the stage... And rolls across <laughs> the field, dealing 100% damage to any to anyone opponent by the ball. Anyone opponent. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, I mean, listen. I had some stinkers too. I'm not gonna deny that. Oh boy. But what? <laughs> what? Elf says in a squeaky voice, "You stink." <laughs> you stink. Probably oh man. Like too, I'm betting. Oh yeah, it was it was pretty close. Otherwise, it's pretty pedestrian. It's Elf rolls a bowling ball for the standard, which eh, realistic, you know. Uh, throwing some random object, dirt, snowball, frog, rock. Some of these things were actually in the game, and some of them weren't. Yeah, did he actually throw Santa Claus? No, but but in Elf bowling, you could accidentally kill frogs by squishing them with a bowling ball as they what. Yeah, as they hopped across the alley, and then, and then it accounted for extra points. What so is this that's where game? The, that's where the frog and the deer came from. I don't oh. know. I'll gift it to you on Steam. No, please don't. Well, actually, you know what? That could make a funny video. <laughs> um, there's parachutes. Elf uses a parachute to fly into the sky. I mean, that's from the game as well. There's a protest sign that Elf holds up a sign saying Santa stinks because you know he's a. He is a capitalist fascist who makes these elves work nonstop every day of the year. So that was also part of the game. And it's just a counter move. So if you hit the elf at this moment, he'll push you a few feet back with the sign. Not the most creative moveset. If I went back to create this move to recreate this moveset, 
it would be a lot more effervescent, so to speak. But uh, to to think that this was the first idea, I was like, I know how I'm going to make a great first impression uh, on this new website that I was appealed to by DK3 through GameFAQs and through this other Smash Brothers fan site I was on beforehand for a couple of months. I can't remember the name, but it was uh, run by this guy named Josh Cube, who was fairly infamous in game FAQs at the time. Oh, wait, and I he was guy. Really? No. Oh, okay. Well, he was he was basically he was another DK three. <laughs> or DK three was known for producing that giant roster image. Josh Cube was known for having a uh uh so to say a fetish for Marin from Link's Awakening. Oh, that kinda of sounds like our friend Flamezone in Saria. Or our <laughs> friend Flamezone in Camilla. Maybe, maybe, but Josh would like very loudly and proudly in a in public forum space. Uh, say this and dk3 was a part of that forum too and invited me over anyway so that's kind of and i was like hey here's here's an elf from elf bowling and i'm sure everyone at the time was probably in the staff lounge being like wow maybe we should regret inviting him i mean uh, I, I don't remember seeing it at the time so i don't know <laughs> I, I don't think i uh, ever really looked at movesets for characters who i didn't know so i probably never even read it you didn't miss out on much. Of course, that probably attests to, on the Super Smash Brothers fandom wiki that you were talking about earlier, there's a page that describes myself, and I think you wrote it. Oh, God. So one of the... I... You wrote at least the first few sentences. Oh, God, I gotta look at um, this. It what says... it's in, Yeah, it introduces itself as, Jono is one of the stranger members we have in Mercurius. Ah, that sounds like me. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> he joined the site back on September 4, 2007, and has since become a staff member and a member of the judges panel. His favorite games are the Fire Emblem series, Paper Mario, The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker, Final Fantasy IV, Gradius, and Okami. Incredible. It is, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, Naruto got banned? I don't remember that. Yeah, that was, speaking of infamy, that was a big day. Huh. And then Troll Day. I don't remember this Troll Day thing happening. Uh, so, yeah, there was, there was, uh, there were movements. You know, there was, Mercurius was mostly populated by teenage children. Yeah, so, t- teenage children get into teenage children antics. And the teenage children decided one day, a faction of them, who were more nefarious of heart, decided to get together on Mercurius and just spam the heck out of the website with very crude images. Some of them, I would say, not even good for the eyes at that age. Mm. <laughs> so, and Naruto... Like he, he, there, was a, there was somebody who was a troll who was named themselves after Naruto from Naruto... And had a Naruto avatar and everything. And, and they were just a total prick the entire time. I always hated them. Um, and they just led the charge. Because I think DK3 warned him for something. And then he got mad. And then decided to lead that charge with a few other people that were like his friends. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, so then we... He made, he didn't make good music either. <clears throat> like, what the hell, dude? No, he, he was definitely very low tier 
extreme like the worst that ever came out of mercurius or any of its subsequent lives you know when we used to go out of our way like when dk3 would be like oh i'm gonna cancel the website again and redo it and put it under construction and i'm gonna leave the forum for several months again because i'm off doing whatever in school then we would be like oh we should make a super smash brothers mercurius too we should make a super smash brothers exevious <laughs> just a uh, idea yeah it was a good idea it was a good idea and it, there's um, content in smash brothers now so i fucking love it i know or i know it was because the Baccarat was an enemy in uh smash run for smash 4 but we don't mm -hmm. have smash run or xevious content in smash anymore not an ultimate i mean I it'll be on smash 4 I think there was a, uh... Yes. There was, or rather, the, sh the ship from Exedius is part of Pac-Man's taunt still. Uh, I thought that was a ship from Gradius. No, Gradius is a Konami game. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, wait. Hold up. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess he's loading up the Smash Wiki to look up Pac-Man's taunts. <laughs> Let's see DK3. here, because, you know... Goddamn Kuro that has its own fucking page on the page. Uh, okay, they got the ships from... Oh, yeah, there's a ship from... Two things from Xevious are in his taunt. The Solvalu and the Andor Genesis, which is an enemy mothership. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And then you also got Old Man Heihachi. Rip Heihachi. <laughs> I know. And rip his voice actor, too. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's... it's interesting that uh, heihachi is the closest thing we have to heihachi and smash is that taunt and incineroar how wonderful and then the smash um oh and the me costume, costume. yeah which isn't back in yep. ultimate yet so you never oh no it is back in ultimate that's right it is it is it got added it alongside is. uh min 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 yep i forgot about that also uh that kind of leads us we're, like we were kind of pitching names back and forth of that exevious knockoff that you and I developed that ultimately didn't go anywhere, but it but it led to another form later on that's more noteworthy. Um, Mercurius Trevor? was a game for the yeah Mercurius what? Club no no, Club <laughs> Trevor was just something that we made as a as a side project just to like a community thing, uh, based on Trevor for no reason, and that was a fun time too. <laughs> um, there's a lot of Trevor themed things in my life, you know. So I, yeah, good good times. Uh, no, Mercurius was a game on Commodore 64. Yeah, which is why so, we picked Xevious as the name for uh, our little rebrand. Because we're like, hey, Mercurius was named after a game. Let's name ours after an old retro game, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's that. So that was kind of my first foray into mercurius and and just uh enjoying that i think that you and i started working together later on um, you know like we crossed paths a couple times we're like hey this is pretty this is a nice move set you made yeah this is a nice move set you made um yeah i literally don't know where it's... the chat communication started with us like i don't remember or why nor do I, but I do know that I that we added each other on MSN Live Messenger, which is also pretty much dead in the water by oh, now. Yeah. I, MSN is dead, isn't it? Yahoo's uh, AOL's. 
AOL is dead. Oh yeah, everyone knows AOL is dead. Yep. Even though yep. they only dropped uh, Instant Messenger like a couple years ago. Yeah. It's it's an interesting little little tidbit. Those those little live messenger things all got tossed out the window so we can have better chat apps like Discord or, or I guess Skype, except Skype kind of sucks now. Uh, Skype at one time was good. Uh, there was a time when Skype was good. Then they got bought by Microsoft. Yeah, okay, so and then Microsoft hit. Less good. Yeah, they they hit a lot of stuff behind a paywall that was free before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and now Discord. When you, and now when you get a new Windows machine, it comes with Skype pre-installed. It's like, ew, no, I don't want this. Seriously, it's 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 like being given a smelly boot as your uh, wedding present. Mm. Yep, which I am totally gonna do for the first of us that gets married. Well, it's a good thing neither of us will ever get married then. Yep, yep. It's probably gonna be Jake. Yeah, I, no, it's Trevor. Probably gonna be yeah, one or the <laughs> other, one or the other. Are we engaged? <laughs> Yes, he is. Yeah, so it's going to be Trevor. That'll be an interesting time. Maybe we can bring back Club Trevor for the occasion. Oh, God. No, <laughs> we can induct her into Club Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trevor, I hope you're not watching this right now. Don't worry, he's not. Our, our friends never listen to this. It's true. So... The only one that does is Eric. Hey, Eric. How's it going? <laughs> Is, I'm doing great, except for the time you mentioned me and Saria. <laughs> I also mentioned you and Camilla. Oh, yeah. Well, that's also good, I guess. Yay. Okay. <laughs> oh, Eric, How you was, uh... you. I know, just like when I teased you on Super Smash Brothers Mercurius and stole your moveset for Pokemon Trainer Red to make my Pokemon Trainer Blue. God, I was so fucking mad when he did that. I created a moveset. Let's get into the backstory on this since this been brought up. And I, I figured this would be brought up. I mm-hmm. figured, okay, so this was this moveset came about after Smash Brothers Brawl. And I was like, okay, hey, cool. It's cool that we have the Pokemon Trainer. But what if Pokemon Trainer could fight on his own? Because I was, I was always trying to disappoint. I was like, okay, he's just in the background commanding the Pokemon. That's, that's a little bit lame. It's like, okay, what can we do to make the Pokemon Trainer fight on his own, like on the field, and I'll have a different trainer replace him for the traditional Pokemon Trainer moveset with Squirtle and whatnot, which became the Trainer Leaf moveset, because uh, Leaf was mm-hmm. the female counterpart in uh, Fire Red Leaf Green. And so I had him, like, he could throw a rock from, like, the Sapphire Zone. He could ride his bike. I don't remember what else I had him do. But then at some point later, I saw a moveset for Blue, which is Red's rival. And it was created by Flamezone. And I'm reading, I'm just like, that is word for word one of my attacks for Red. What the hell? <laughs> bitch, what? And I commented and I called his bitch ass out. I'm trying to find the post right now. But, uh, I'm not seeing it. Because this, this form that they turned into, the, the, the form that Fast Mercury is turned into with whole tap at the top and whatnot, it's a pain to try and find everything. Actually, oh, I don't see it at all. Unless wow. the account turned into this Dojo TL person. No, no, they were different people. No, no, <laughs> this is him. This is Flamezone. For some reason, his username oh, is really? Yeah, because I found my comment on that page. 
Really? Yeah. I, I started off saying, I don't mean to sound like a complete and total jerk when I say this, Dojo. Wait, maybe that was his original name and he turned the flames on later? What the fuck? Wait. Uh, hold on. I don't rec I don't recall this. No, wait. Was it not flames on the whole time? <laughs> wait a fucking minute. It's not. It's not. That's not. Oh, no. I've been giving him shit all these years and it was him. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> oh no now I know why we did this episode no <laughs> holy crap oh my god because I actually in the post referred to him as dojo In, in like in my whole post too, like I wasn't being a complete dick when I said like I actually gave him suggestions on how he could change up the moveset and not have just be like a copy of mine, and then mm -hmm. he just copied my suggestions and that became his new moveset. I was like, okay, well, I essentially made a moveset for you. You're fucking welcome, bitch. <laughs> Fuck. No way. It it was not Eric the whole time. All these years, I've been blaming him. <laughs> when Dojo was this TL, post made? If you're out there, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I'm, I'm kidding, but fuck you. Wow. This was posted October 17th, 2009. Holy moly. Wow. Almost, almost 11 years ago, so at least there's that. You were 19 at the time. And he, he only joined the group, the, the, uh, the site, in April 2009, so he hadn't been around that long. No. And it was probably one of those situations, too, where he was probably 11 or 12 years old. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Which is why, like, I didn't want to be a complete ass to him in my response, because, mm -hmm. you know, we've all been there. But yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. No way. I, I should... Oh, Dojo TL, I remember when I created the Elf Bowling Elf in 2007. <laughs> I'm, I'm stunned right now. <laughs> so am fuck. I. So am I. Oh man, I, I think we should this. probably we should probably apologize to Eric as well. <laughs> I mean, we don't need to because he's gonna watch this episode and then he'll hear me say I'm sorry. Yeah, that's also true. Okay. Fuck. My life <laughs> is a lie. That's kind of the wonder of of childhood memories. The 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 further you dig back, the likelier it is. Effect? That could also be true. I don't remember Dojo TL at all. Like, I remember <laughs> people like, you know, James 007, Brawlinator, Fuzzy Dude, Captain Oat, Pretty Pink Pony, Kamek Guy, uh, Naruto mm -hmm. Uzumaki, Akakivich, who was known by a different name that I'm not remembering. No, Nobisawa. That's Nobisawa. What he was. Yeah. Nobisawa. Yeah. Yeah. Ultra Kintaro, uh, you know, Twilix, mm -hmm. who back then went by Metasamus, uh, Nightmare. Parrothead. eBay. I don't remember Parrothead. I don't remember. <laughs> Nightmare was a great member. I do briefly remember the Ziggy member. Stardust person. Yeah, he was near the very end. He was like post by the time we left and then came back in like 2013. Yeah. I think Meta Shadow was also Twilix, but I might not be correct on that. I think he had lost his password at one point. Oh. <laughs>
Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you want to know something funny, too? You know how Trevor, um, TurboTaxer... Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know what? You want to know how Trevor TurboTaxer got his username on Mercurius? I feel so, like we've um, talked about it before on podcast. Maybe we have. Maybe we have. You can dive back into the Porky episode. But just for a very brief, very brief synopsis, he swapped his username and his password and mistook them for one another when signing up. Yep. His password was supposed to be TurboTaxer because he was looking at TurboTax. Uh-huh. It's like, what? Yep. I mean, funnily enough, uh, at one point, here, here's a password story for me. I was trying to come up with a new password at some point. I was looking around the room I was in, and I saw, like, those, that Mindstorm kind of, like, I don't I don't think it was Legos, but it was, like, a, a something like that, but it was, like, it was called Mindstorm. I was like, oh, Mindstorm, that could be a cool password. It's not a real word, so, you know, nobody could guess that. And then I typed Brainstorm as my password. It's like, wait. Fuck. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Fuck it. And I used that for years. I don't use it anymore anywhere, so that's why I don't care about sharing the story. But yeah, yeah. Oops. And and uh and I know for a fact too that Trevor's moved on from this password a long time ago because he's no longer 15 years old and doesn't use it anymore. Yeah. Um. So he his username was going to be T Austin 15. Ooh, and his password was going to be so much better because T Austin 15. That's just. His first initial, his middle name, and his age. Yeah, so, that's not good. <clears throat> no, no, it's not. So, so it's something not. I'm liking doing uh, when, I'm, when we're looking at Mercurius here is, like, when I see a character move set, it's for, like, a character that's actually in Smash or that we've made moves for ourselves. I, I open it up, and I, and I like to compare. And I found DK3's version of Waluigi, who we did a Smash Topia <laughs> episode of. Our first Smashtopia episode. And I'm just like looking at his move sense here. I'm like, okay, standard special. He tosses two whiskered eggplants. <laughs> it, it, it's one of his moves from like the. It's like his pitch from Mario Strikers, I think, or not Strikers, uh, Superstar Baseball. It's like, okay, sure, you know they can bounce around kind of like fireballs, I guess. His side special is Drop Rocket, where he launches a small missile-shaped rocket in front of him. Who gave all the Luigi a rocket launcher? Up special, no world, Luigi. That's, you know, standard. That's fine. Down special mm-hmm. is Bob Bomb Bomb, not Bob Bomb Lob, where he just rolls Bob Bombs along the ground. <laughs> okay. And then his wall, Luigi, which, you know, that's fair. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's like, you know, that's um, actually probably one of his better movesets. It's, honestly, DK3, most of his movesets were lower quality, I feel like. Like, the, he I had agree. a lot that was just, like, a sentence or two of description. And I think this one's okay. This one's not bad for him. Yeah, the the, the whiskered eggplant is a little out there, but it's entertaining. Yeah. I think about. <laughs> oh, man. I I wonder, you know, about him sometimes. Like, if we had him as a guest on this show, we'd probably eat him alive in Smashtopia. We, we but at the... <laughs> as a guest. We've talked too much shit on him. <laughs> that's also true that's also how true how did we ever get a hold of him he ghosted like crazy multiple times over that's like, also true that's also true anything about the guy yeah yeah absolutely oh you know it's a, it's a stone left unturned but at the same time at the very least we can be grateful for the legacy he left behind because it's so strange ultimately because of dk3 making mercurius and inviting us to mercurius this podcast or like other other people like kamik guy or whoever 
also like being his envoys and inviting you to Mercurius is how we know each other now. It's how we know Jake now. It's how we know Eric now. It's how you got to know Trevor. And it's how we have the group of friends that we do today that is still yeah. pretty uh, on top of keeping up with each other for the most part. I, I honestly don't know where I will be in life right now if not for Mercurius. It will I was a very big defining part of my life. Yeah, me too. Me too, absolutely. Um, I met the closest group of friends I've ever had through Mercurius, which is so, so strange. And and probably not something that a lot of people would be able to say now because forums are such a dead activity. Yeah. Um, it would have to it would have to be through some sort of social group that they find through social media, which has all of its own other little caveats or or a MMO or something, which you know that's fine. Um, as you and I both know, I uh, was on them was playing MMOs for a long time too during that period. I don't have the face um, Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. I, also don't like, <laughs> I don't like doing like multiplayer games with people who I don't know. I I can't. Yeah. Do yeah, yeah. That's that's also fair. That's also fair. I mean, all the friends that I made through playing MMOs when I was 13 years old are on a lower tier than the friends that I know through Mercurius, <laughs> frankly. Uh, with 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 rare exception, there's there's a couple people from back then that I still talk with, but I knew like 20 people back then from those games, and I know probably four now. Yeah. So that's kind of where that went. I mean, uh, Mercurius though. Uh, yeah, so thanks, thanks DK3, and thanks Mercurius for, for that. It's kind of amazing how that whole saga has unfurled into what it is today, where Super Cast Brothers wouldn't exist if not for Mercurius. Yeah. Um, speaking, let's, let's, let's keep the little, let, let's keep the conversation train going, though. Um, what was your first submission on Mercurius? So, I actually posted three submissions on the same day for myself. Uh, my, my very first post contained three different submissions. So I was just like, oh my god, this place is fucking awesome. These are my people. I need to post something amazing so that mm -hmm. I can be involved in this. And my very first submissions were for MegaMan.exe, an alternate move set for MegaMan.exe, and the classic me. Regular me is not me fighter, just a regular old me from, me, from Wii Sports. Wii Sports Resort did not exist yet, so I could only pull from Wii Sports. So that was a thing. Uh, I'm trying to... F there it is. Okay, I just thought it's like... So I did two movesets for Mega. One of them was based on, like, different Mega... Or battle chips that he could use in the game. The other one was based on, like, the different uh, styles, souls, and cross system that he could use. So, like, uh, I'm looking at this here. His, his moveset, it was... Honestly, this was not a great one. If I, I was... I, if I did him again someday, it would be completely different. Probably no, none of the same attacks, most likely. Yeah. But like his standard special was just the Mega Buster, because like back then, everybody was just like, "Oh, if Mega Man gets in, his standard special will be Mega Buster." That's just it makes sense. And Sakura was just like, "Law, it's side smash, bro." It's like, "What? Huh? <laughs> okay. Uh -huh. like, I'm cool with it. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. It's very unique and different, and it lets him use him all the master abilities for his actual specials. Like that's awesome." But I, I, mm -hmm. I was caught off guard. But like his side special would have been like using one of several different sword battle chips, which have like varying ranges or elemental effects and damage, like regular sword, wide sword, long sword, hero sword, uh, fire, aqua, elect, bamboo, step sword, which is just like he dashes forward and then attacks, Muramasa, and then the moonlight, which is a three hundred and sixty degree circle. 
Uh, his up special was air shoots. It's basically just an extra jump and had like a uh, a slow glide similar to Peach's uh, parasol. And his down special is literally a reflector. Where the shield stays up for three seconds? What the fuck? No. That's OP. No. No, 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 no. Oh my god, why did I do that? The worst part of it, though, was the final smash I made. Uh, it, it's based off of a program advance in the games where you can summon two allies to do like a mass attack on the whole field. And I decided to translate that by having, and this is verbatim here in what I typed, Colonel and Protoman both appear behind the stage. Colonel unleashes his attack on the left side of the stage, and Protoman on the right. If hit by either attack, you will receive 50% damage. What the fuck? That is not good. That is not No, it is not. Good. It's not good. It's not. It's no. very bad. Because first of all, I'm not even describing what their attacks are or what they're like or anything. I'm just like, 50% damage. Like what? If I was a, if I was on the judges panel, I'd be like, no, that is uh-huh. bad. And hey, like, at it's... least it's better than Elf Bowling Elf. I mean, <laughs> and like um, <laughs> for for his like Soul Unison Double Cross moveset, I was like, okay, standard mm-hmm. special. He turns into Roll Soul, and he can fire off an arrow from his bow. It's like okay, uh, side special Colonel Soul. Uh, he swings his sword. And it's it's basically sword again. Just with different range. Up special is Tingu Cross. He creates a tornado and spins up in the air. Down special is Protosol. It's the reflector again. It's literally the reflector. Except it doesn't <laughs> reflect stack. Instead, it's more like a counter in that. Actually, yeah, it's, it's a counter, but it still stays up for three seconds. What the fuck did I do? And it's Final Smash. He turns into like one of different. Final Smash, actually, for this one is kind of cool. Because it can be one of four different things, and it's randomly chosen. Each one has their own different attack and range, so that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But like, I put I put that out there, and people were just like, like this. One of the big members of the set of the time, Pretty Pink Pony, was super fucking impressed. Impressed, and I don't know why. Looking back, but they're just saying like, "Wow!" I mean, wow. That Mega Man Legacy <laughs> move set is quite possibly one of the most thought out submissions ever. I think I love you. Please stay. Don't leave us. We're really nice. Really. And you know, at the time, maybe it was the most thought-out submission ever. Over time, it would be trounced. Holy oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, my my mm-hmm. move set was super simple as well. It's just like, okay, swings a baseball bat, rolls a bowling ball, uh, lobs a tennis ball, swings a golf club. Yeah. Simple shit. Mm-hmm. But God, um, I, I honestly don't know why it was. It, it it won the best December award for that month too. It's like what? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I guess there were there were diff- It was a different time, that's for sure. Yeah, no kidding. Holy like, moly! Looking back on it now, it is such a shit submission. Part of me wants to go back and make another Mega Man moveset, but I'm I'm paralyzed by choice of what he can do. There's so many goddamn chips that he could use. Sword honestly probably has to be in there somewhere. It's not a special, it'd be like a side smash or some shit. But mm-hmm. I, there's just too many different attacks. Yeah, there is. Just too much. There are. Pretty Pink Pony, uh though, I uh he was he was a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Uh at the time. He he was he was pretty even keel. Uh a, a voice of reason amidst all of the um crazy noise that could happen on Mercurius sometimes. And then we later figured out, of course, that that's because he was older than you. Yeah. And I, and I, <laughs> like, he was... 
Like the yeah. older three members of the site were, would have been uh, Pretty Pink Pony, DK3, and myself. Yeah, yeah. So let's say that DK3 is probably close to forty now, and Pretty Pink Pony is somewhere in the middle, and then you're on the younger end of that spectrum. Yeah. Uh, so Pretty Pink Pony, you know, he was he was a guy who was who kind of predated our taste a little bit. Like he was into Fire Emblem, uh, when he was only able to import titles like pre-melee he was into persona so he had these co- sort of interests that later we would be informed by and in, in on our personal taste as well um he was he a very grounded guy fuck when joker got revealed he he was he was actually because i follow him on on twitter still um so he's not someone who's like really pertinent in, in either of our lives anymore but i do keep up with him occasionally um if you know if you ever knew like pixel tendo which which was an offshoot was started as an offshoot of the spiders resource that was more of a you know pixel art area um for 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 that kind of thing uh creative type people um so even before mercurius as a part of the spiders resource and then that turned into pixel tendo and Pretty Pink Pony was an admin on there. He was an admin on um, VG District, I think, as well, which were two very prominent gaming and spriting forums at the time, around you know 2010 through 2015 or 16. Uh, so if you were a part of that scene, you knew him. Uh, you knew him. You knew Daza. You knew uh, Tonberry 2K. Those kind of people. Um, so he kind of raised himself out of the perdition of Mercurius and became a very notable member of the community at large in Smash and Nintendo and gaming. Um, and now he runs a comic book shop in Pennsylvania. So he kind of had a cool closeout on that entire chapter of his life. He had a, he had a happy self-starter kind of ending, so good for him. Yeah. <laughs> he, he you know probably... that... Of all the Mercurius people, he's probably become the most successful. Yeah, and I mean, given we're uh, in younger shoes, so we all we all still have our opportunity. But he definitely at the yeah. So at the, <laughs> he is certainly an interesting guy, and deserves the success that he's had. So good for him. You should check him out. T three H underscore Kaiser on Twitter. You can get more information on his shop that way. And if you're in the area, go and visit it. I would like to do that one of these days. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, who are some other, like, Flagstone members, would you say, that are... Uh, that are... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, when, we, when I joined, like, the people who I saw, it's like, okay, DK3 is the founder, and, like, the two big guns were Pretty Pink Pony and Camera Guy. Camera Guy was... Kind of like you, in a way, like, very, very out there in some ways, and just, you never know what to expect with him. Mm-hmm. He had some, some quirks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a big champion uh, of Kamek getting his match, of, of Cranky Kong. He loved the really strange characters that would be so weird to have, but it was like, yeah, you've convinced me. I'm down for this mm-hmm. shit. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah and uh you know part of that too was he was one of the first he was probably the first user in all of mercurius to release detailed 
submissions. Right. Um, and when I say detailed, they were like ridiculous. They were, uh, you know, Smashboards uh, character uh, proposition forum level craziness where they are accompanied by images occasionally, but far more often it was just him writing paragraph after paragraph after paragraph for a singular move. Yep. And that would be later on the style that I would sort of cop from off of and, and learn we from was, uh, yeah. So you and I became far more detailed. I think, you know, Jake became far more detailed. Eric kind of did too. And it was all, in, it was because Kamikai kind of set that standard. Whereas DK three and, and pretty pink pony, even uh, pretty pink pony was probably the smartest guy in the room and probably still would be if he were with us still. Yeah. Um, but he, re he released underwhelming movesets by comparison to Kamikai. Uh, for a while, we all did. Eventually, we caught up with him, but it took years. It did. It took years. I remember, like, insane. he would do Cranky Kong. Yeah. He would do Cranky Kong, for sure. He also did Bathtub Mario. Oh, God. <laughs> as I recall. Just all sorts of so-out-there ideas um, that could theoretically happen, but probably mm. shouldn't. I don't mm. know that Bathtub Mario is ever going to happen. Oh, you'd be surprised. Look at all, look at the Mario Kart Tour roster. You know what? That's a fair point. That's a fair point. But we're talking about Smash. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's it, Smash is only a few steps away from Mario Kart Tour. <laughs> Not really. Smash is a much better thing. Thank God. This isn't Mario Kart Tour, brothers. That our podcast. Uh, yeah, Kamek guy too um, is someone who kind of felt drifted off. For a while, I like to keep tabs on old members when I can and, and reach out to them. And I was trying to find him for years, and he finally cropped up. He finally cropped up last year. Really? Um, when I like got an MSN, I, I went on MSN Live for some reason just to kind of like look over what it used to be like for us as uh, when we were younger. And uh, there was a notification from him on there, uh, like a status update that was far more recent, and it was talking about a YouTube thing, and so he runs a YouTube page called Designing 4, and every single thing is, is talking about game design. And oh, it's and it's a pretty yeah, cool... Right. Yeah, and it's a pretty cool series. He, he follows the same idea um, that some people do, like uh, ACG Gaming does, or The Completionist, or uh, Ant Dude, or Space Hamster. People like that, where they are like, hey... Here's an aspect of a of a game from the past, and we're gonna dive into it. Like designing for uh, experience, designing for blue 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 blah. Basically, he he hones in on a certain game. Yeah, <laughs> he 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 hones in on a certain game, and then he's just like, here's how they designed for this aspect of the gameplay loop, or this aspect of the graphical presentation, the audio presentation, um, or like designing for depth, designing, you know. So it's it's an interesting premise, and he's seen some good success with it, um, more so than we have so far with this venture. Uh, but, you know, or, he's or been... Or me with my Let's yeah. Plays. <laughs> That's also true, but, you know, it's, it, it comes with the territory where he's been doing it a little longer. He has uh, meth to his to his madness per se like he always has oh yeah um 
so again wishing him the best and figured we'd do that little plug um yeah gamut guy for sure was a touchstone member as well um but you know we're talking about dk3 and gamut guy and pretty pink pony people who shaped mercurius for the jakes and the erics and the trevors and the U's and the me's and the twilixes yeah. uh you know and, they, they and, were and in a yeah, exactly. In inspirational ways, positive ways, encouraging positive movement. And there were other members, too, like that. Um, like Nightmare was a great member, like I mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. Uh, came came around a little later, and I, you know, he was, over time, he just kind of drifted away from us. But he was a very quality submitter, and later on, a quality role player as well. Um, yeah, but beyond those kind of people... I would say there was another side to Mercurius's legacy that was more, uh, vi- you know, vivacious, per se. The James 007s and the Nobusawas of the party, <laughs> if you will. The Akakivich. Yeah, Naruto. yeah. There were some notable semi-trolls, but, you know, these were not like the Naruto's of, of the scene that were very clearly trolls. These were people that we're probably trying to be taken seriously. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think... Um, oh, I don't think Nobisawa was ever a, really a troll. I just don't think... He was probably also on the younger side. And he just played games that none of us knew or cared much about. And we always just gave him shit for doing up-up-tenant characters from uh, Samurai Warriors or Dynasty Warriors. or He did a lot of Fire Emblem characters as well. But he never really branched mm-hmm. out of that. And it was... There, I think there was, there was definitely a language barrier there. We're we're pretty sure he was Russian. And I, oh, yeah. I, honestly, I don't feel like we gave him the fairest shake that we should have. But uh, no, the Nar- I, I Naruto agree. can go fuck himself. Though. Naruto can go fuck himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobusawa was you. You had to really be be there to see it. He he. The way that he spoke was uh, quite quite entertaining. Yeah, it was broken English. And when you when you're 14 years old and and stupid and whatever it's entertainment value and then you make fun of it and you know i don't look back on that proudly no uh but yeah we, we did not give no what's all the first like we, we treated james yeah pretty poorly yeah james <laughs> uh he, he fly through sky the past yep. still wants me he, he gave us some good quotes yeah he Wasn't he, he spoke and yeah um I wrote a submission one day, so James is from was from Australia, um, and I was probably 16 at the time, he was like 13, uh, and again, there's like a language thing, but it's because he said some pretty out there stuff, yeah. um, and one of them was just like, you beauty, I want to jump in bush with you. That's where you get and, it from. Uh, yeah, so that... <laughs> I don't understand what jumping in the bush has to do with anything but you know the bush is uh the equivalent of another a, a wild landscape in australia and he's from yeah. australia so so jumping in the bush with me i'm assuming that that means that he regards me as a as someone that he respects enough to play with which is still strange if you think about it's, it too it's far but like hang out with yeah so if you're from australia you could let us know if I want to jump in bush with you as a common saying over there. Or <laughs> if uh, 
he was kind of caricaturesque in a sense because his favorite game was also tie the Tasmanian tiger, which got a remake. So, well, remaster. Yep. But... Yeah. An underwhelming remaster, but nonetheless, he was probably very happy to see that. Yeah. Um, and that too raises some questions, right? If he was obsessed with tie the Tasmanian tiger, uh, saying things like, I want to jump in bush with you. I remember when I was a Tasmanian tiger in 2002, the past still wants me, that sort of thing. I kind of wonder if he was right. Australian or I'm did sure he just role play as an Australian? Like, to be fair, those ones about the back in 2002, that was part of his tie move set. Not his move, but like part of the submission. Like, I think those, yeah. like, he was, it was either part of like the information about the character or it was like a quote or something, but. He put he like put it in his talk. signature. His his forum signature was that as well. Ah, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Either way, it, it was entertaining, and of course, he named himself after James Bond, uh, a suave savant, and oh, someone who nearly made it into Smash because Brothers. Because when I called which... him that one time, he got mad. He got <laughs> mad at me when I referred to him as James Bond at one point. I, I don't remember. I, can't, I don't know what the thread was, but I remember he got really upset with me because I said James Bond. I was like, I don't know what you expect. Your name is James, and then 007. What do you think we were gonna say? It, somebody backed me up, and I don't remember who it was, but that happened. He was annoyed oh. with me, and that, that I think oh, that's honestly buddy. probably what made me start being a shit to him it's because he was a mm -hmm. shit when that switched and i was like all right fine you want to <laughs> go there okay yeah but you know they were they were kind of gray characters where they kind of in our perception at the time anyway they were, were probably, kind of like they, they might actually yeah. have been like the last generation of uh active mercurius users now that i think about it Akakivich, they Naruto, were. James, Brawlinger, Fuzzy, they were the last generation. Yeah. Naruto was there for a long, long time, though. He, he was. was. A... And then There's he some, like, had Troll Day happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he got mad for being caught out on something. He's like, I'm gonna get my buddies to spam the boards with nasty shit. Yeah, I was so glad I was an admin so I can just delete all their accounts. Yeah. <laughs> um... Ban all their accounts, rather. But, um, yeah, that, that that reminds me of a member who we didn't really quite give a fair shake either and who was, you know, honestly just an honest-to-goodness good person from the start, and that was Brawlinator. Yeah, we treated him very poorly. Much. Yeah, and I, I don't know what it is. I mean, do you just get to a certain point where at that time we already sort of had a cult mentality where, you know, it was the people that we have in our group to this day still – and then PPP and Kamek Guy and DK3 were like, okay, no one else. I, it was, it was kind of like, I, I think part of it was, you know how a generation of people will look down on the new generation of kids and be like, oh, wow, kids these days, they're so dumb compared to my generation, blah, blah, blah. I think like it was a lot of that. And also we were kind of at the age where, just in ourselves, we're just like anybody younger than us was a fucking idiot. And we kind of yeah. treated them like that. Because, I mean, granted, they were not the smartest people on how they acted on the boards, but... Neither were we when we first started out, and when you're at that age, you don't realize that yet. It takes some years before you start to realize, like, oh, huh. So this is this is the cycle. It's always like this. You realize yeah. that you were a you were not a great person at the time, which we weren't. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, but you know, you have the excuse of you're still growing, and that that is a pretty good excuse given. Just because it's never good to be a bully, and I don't think we ever totally pushed on that button, except for Eric and how he treated Brawl and Eric. We never they, they totally hated each other. They hated each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was it was a mild ribbing, but it was never full tail bullying. Um, I think that we were just frankly either raised better than that, or we were in situations as children ourselves where we didn't want to emanate that sort of thing. Yeah. But it was just, we're just not necessarily role models. Like, like you're a, you're a teenager or uh, like a young teenager to 13, 14 years old. It's pretty impossible to, to uh, fully acclimate oneself to every single social uh, inclination and situation properly. So yeah, unfortunately, it kind of informed how we treated Brawley. Just because he was, like, in love with Taboo from Subspace Hemisphere. Yeah, that's where a lot of it came to. Like, he he was on this big <clears throat> kick that Smash Bros. Brawl is the best game ever, which, you know what, if he was, like, 12, 13, I can understand why he would think that. But he's also, the, the weird part was he's saying Taboo, who was the final boss of uh, Subspace Hemisphere and Brawl, it's like, oh my god, this is the best villain ever. We were just all like, what? Hold up. What? <laughs> like, I don't... Mm, I, 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 that one, I kind of don't understand where that could even come from. Unless, like, he'd never played another video game, but we know he did. He he was very much a Nintendo diehard. Probably still is. But mm-hmm. um, he, he was all gung-ho on Taboo was the best, and I think we, we kind of took that. We were just like, oh, you kid, and we gonna treat you like kid, because you dumb. And we, we kind of baited him on taboo a few times which you know <laughs> but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, um, i've tried talking to him a few times in the years like i've i've sent him messages on uh the wii u i have him on my mm-hmm. switch but he never he never responded back and i can't say that i blame him yeah it's just interesting that he keeps adding us back on these systems like i'm his friend on the switch and i haven't talked to him in five years <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, his brother too. Oh gosh, his uh, his younger brother, fuzzy dude, was was kind of more so troll level tier. So yeah. that was. I think that he, was he wasn't like trying to be a malicious troll. I think he was just like he's kid and he thinks it's funny. Like he he legitimately thought he was being funny, and we were all just like, oh my god. Yep. Yep. And he had a. He had an original character named Wego, who was just a black recolor of blue from Foster Sons for Imaginary Friends. So there's that. He was green. No, he's black with yeah. red eyes. Uh, you know, okay, you know that, that sounds about right. And he was also like he weighed like a, a literal ton, I think, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there is that. Like he, he, they made the cut. Brawly and. Fuzzy Dude made the cut when we eventually uh, pretty much seceded almost entirely from Mercurius around 2011 or 2010 to uh, to develop a role-playing forum because the Ultimate Tournament was such a big thing at we the time when we got all of our original characters, yeah, and and uh, had that bracket. We got to the very end. It was you and me in the grand finale. Babylon uh, versus Gia. Yep, Giot, your uh, your dwarven warrior, who you still use in a lot of things to this day, if I recall. Well, the, he actually hasn't been used 
since mm-hmm. then. I mean, you, you've used it in your book series, but I haven't used Geot in anything since Ultimate Tournament. Like, he, he oh, uses, like, an NPC in, like, Ultimate Tournament 2, but yeah. uh, I haven't used him. Like, he, he's a character that I have in the back of my mind. I've never... He he was originally a D&D character that I turned into that roleplay character, but I haven't used him in, like, a future D&D game. I've thought about it. I, I've considered bringing him back in some, but then those games never ended up happening, so he never resurfaced. <laughs> He, oh he was yeah! In that game too, he was going to be renamed as Giot Gravelgrave. That's a good name for a dwarf. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Boboy man. So Boboy in Tagalog means pig. Um, it's it's a common insult that that people use in the Philippines, but it's also just literally it's pig. Um, and man is man. Man is a man in in English. So put those together it's basically pig man and trevor was the face of bobo man literally yeah literally the face of bobo man (laughs) so bobo man was a giant pig with a red cape and a held together onto his fur by a b insignia um just just a standard uh arabic letter b and then trevor's giant head like a very large, like a very, very wide, long version of Trevor's head instead of a pig head. Wasn't the lore that Babylon actually was Trevor, just like <clears throat> he got mutated or some shit? Yeah, uh, Trevor found the Boboy Salamanquero, the Boboy, uh, the pig scroll that transformed him into Boboy Man. Um, <laughs> so that, that all rolls. Yep, yep. And uh, there's a song called Bawboy Man that Trevor and I produced when we were uh, on April 14th, 2007. No, April 27th, 2007. Uh, so it is, Bawboy Man is over three, 13 years old. Jesus. Uh, and it just arose one day because I was talking to him on the phone, and I just offhand said, you know, Bawboy means pig in Tagalog. And then he turned it into a song. Uh, and I recorded it. And then there you go. And it was Bawboy Man. Me is oh, the yeah, Trevor. bong bong. He is the Trevor. <laughs> Bob got no plan. Me is Bob Boy Man. So he was copying that off of the Iron Man theme song. Oh, uh, you know, da 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 da. Well, wait, Iron Man. Da, 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 yeah. No, but um, the song was around prior to the movie. Oh. It was an it was an Ozzy Osbourne song, I, Black I Sabbath. I don't know music. Yeah, yeah, I, I just, I know, I know. But uh, but as you would probably attest, though, um, knowing the Iron Man theme, uh, the melody from at least the film, you would know that Bob Boy Man doesn't really sound like that. No. No, he does not. <laughs> so, so he kind of, he, he missed the mark a bit on that, but it became one of the longest-running memes, and then I turned it into a character. And he's also a book character named bong bong in a in a book that i wrote when i was a kid that i hope i can revive one day into uh something that i can write as an adult uh you know it's it's a little difficult finding your wedge back into fiction when you've been writing non-fiction again for so long yeah um but still so bobboy man versus giot was kind of a super epic battle we were fighting amongst the flames of eric the flame which <laughs> bobboy man beat him in the previous round of 
That if was you, Eric, who we went by Flamezone's character. character. And a stage that was like the home stage for our character. Like each round, it will be randomized what stage we were fighting on. And we just happened to land on Eric the Flame stage, which is like this, the fire fields or whatever the hell. Which was yeah. a little bit disadvantageous for Babylon Man. Yeah, it was. We The fight just kept going on and on and on, too. Like, Jake, who, you know, ran the whole thing, was the judge, but he was unavailable to judge it for some reason. And there was some sort of other rule where Giot and Bobbleman had to keep fighting or else whoever last posted would automatically win or whatever. So we let it run on for, like, ten pages of forum posts. Jesus and it never Christ. came to a conclusion because before... Jake could get to judge it and finally declare a winner for his first ultimate tournament and call that freeform roleplay a day. I'll let you take this one. <laughs> well, we logged on one day looking to you post. You know, I would check it every day to see it. Okay, has Anna responded? No, no. Okay, well, I'll I'll wait to make my response then because you know I can't without him. And I log on one morning. It's like, where's the ultimate tournament? Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> What? Hold up. Wait. Where's the thread? Where, where's our final thread? Like all the other threads were still there. But yeah. our final, our final thread was just gone. There was no Geophysis Bad Boy Man battle. We're just like, uh, it's it's gone. It's been deleted. And for years we've just discussed it as like, oh, the mystery deleter, because it feels a mystery who deleted. Nobody ever fessed up to it. Nobody admitted who it was them. And there was really only four people that it could have been. Mm-hmm. Ebit, who or Ebit slash Jake, who created that that post, so he could have deleted it. There was you and me, who were both moderators at the time, or in, I don't know mm-hmm. if we were still admins at the time, but we were either moderators or admins. And then there was DK three himself. Yeah. So it's, we were all just like, well, who did it? Was, was mm-hmm. it was it Jono who didn't want Babylon Man to lose? Was it me who didn't want Gia to lose? Was it Ebit who didn't want to judge, or was it? And my personal theory here, was it DK3 who was upset that the site was being, quote-unquote here, taken over by this roleplay instead of focusing on what it should be, all the submissions, and so he deleted it so that our focus would go back to submissions. We never have any confirmation, you know, and we never will, unless it was either one of John or Eva, because it wasn't me. Unless it was one of them, and they decided to fess up someday. Which, I mean, if they did, I wouldn't be angry. I'd just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm pretty damn sure it was DK3. Is he, always, he always had these weird moments where he would kind of have these, uh, these periods where he would just want to delete things and restart. He'd always want to put a focus on the submissions. I, I really do feel like it was probably him. And we kind of just took the moment and was like, okay, well, if we can't do this here, we're just going to make our own role-playing forum. And we did it, and we named it after ourselves, because we were narcissistic. And still are, or at least I am. I mean, this so... is the Zantok Jono podcast. We're, <laughs> we're, we're going to say that. That name for... was in the cards so when we were trying to come up with the name, and we were struggling to find a name. I was just like, are those Super Cast <laughs> Brothers? Because we were considering, like, Smashcast, Super Smashcast, and it's like, yeah, these names are taken by other things. We need something different. It's like, well, those Super Cast Brothers. Yep. It fucking worked. Yep. Like it's yeah, not the, not the not the Zantano cast or anything like that. No, not that. Zantano. No. 
and like, and maybe you know in that that forum site you know it saw its own series of revisions where sometimes we'd have to move from one site to another if we were trying to get like different mm-hmm. formats or uh, a more professional site so that we can have things stick around uh i don't believe it's active anymore we all like the three of us you me and eva we all left it at some point due to varying reasons and I, yeah. I don't think it's even active anymore. The community is kind of not there. Like, the site's still up. It's still being paid for. I'm kind of surprised that it is. Same with Curious. Seriously. But, uh, you know, it was it was a relic of our times. Yeah, absolutely. But that that's what got us to, uh, you know, when we were in our prime over there, it did give us an opportunity to let the creative juices flow, and we were able to kind of enjoy one another's presence and and creatively outside of the whole submission aspect and mercurius was still there for us or our various wikis or exevious or whatever else yeah. for whenever we did want to scratch that itch and you and i during that period of time you know we were still addicted to smash speculation as oh, God, always yeah. so we would just email each other or or do something over skype to kind of fill that void and and produce projects together like that just for the sake of entertainment. I mean, uh, I but the role playing forum treated us well, yeah. I, I hmm? also expanded to be like when Dissidia, the second Dissidia game released or was being revealed, Dissidia Duodecim or Marvel's Capcom Three, I would hold my own post like each day or every couple of days. I would go over characters that I thought could be in the game and how I thought they could work, or what I thought their chances would be. It's like I fucking love speculation of all of all these different games. I would love to one day do an episode about, like, what if we did a Pat Marvel's Capcom 4? What if we had a Nintendo vs. Capcom? Uh, or New Dissidia that wasn't with this weird PlayStation version. I, I don't like NT. I really don't like Dissidia NT. It's not great. It's not. Yeah. Go back to the old format, please. Come on. Mm-hmm. You can keep mm-hmm. the team aspect, but I don't like how they changed how the controls all work. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Seriously, though. Mercury. Yeah, that that too. There's there's a lot that can be taken from Pokin as well. Um, that'll be interesting too because we can for sure at some point cover this in the podcast as well. There's nothing that's really tying us down to being only Smash Brothers. We are going to be obviously consistently Smash Brothers and yeah. and more Smash Brothers than not. But I think I think it's in the cards to expand to talk about other game series over time, that's for sure. Absolutely. Um so, so that'll be that'll be fun. That's actually on the cards at some point soon ish, I would imagine. As we as we edge into year two. Yeah. Um I mean, we, we we don't have like schedule lined out for like a whole bunch of future episodes. But we, we have like a whole bunch of uh, a possible ideas like, oh maybe we could talk about this maybe we can talk about that and we just put things together and you're like okay we'll do it here and we film it two days yeah. later <laughs> yeah that's that's correct um so as far as mercurius goes i guess we've really kind of delve into a lot of the touchstones already but i mean is there is there anything else we should dive into with it like i can i can name a couple favorite submissions off the top of my head go for it um yeah there there was um i mean one so thing back i remember when... that i always found kind of funny was you made a move set you you made the topic for it be called zant okay <laughs> and it was for zant from legend of zelda uh uh twilight, twilight princess. princess i was like oh you sly devil i had to, and i was like i gotta come up with something i had to come up with something to be responsible to this. i'm just like okay how about this john 
No, it was for Jonathan Jones from Mario RPG. <laughs> yeah, that was a good. That was a good time. Those were good. Good dynamic. Those were good dynamics. Um, remember the time too that DK three would have uh, themed, like theme weeks or theme months were sufficient oh, yeah. as well. Like it was like, hey, let's have a like Legend of Zelda month program or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You get five stars. You can get a number one submission or whatever. I I did do a Zelda month at one point with my submissions. I don't know if it was like because he was saying let's do a Zelda month, or if I just decided to do one on my own. And uh, the character I did for that one, oh boy, I don't know why I did this. Call it from Twilight Princess, the little fucking the little boy. It's like lives in Link's village, and like <laughs> wants to learn how to. He he like he idolized Link from what I remember. And he was like, oh my god, Link is so cool. Teach me how to sword fight. And then I decided to give him, you know, like, you're going to be the next generation of Link. So I gave him, like, okay, instead of a bow, have a slingshot. Uh, instead of the boomerang, you can call a horse and ride forward. Instead of uh, Triforce, or not Triforce slash, um, swordsman, you can have a cuckoo fly you around. Down special. Instead of a bomb, he could actually just set a bomb laying down. And then his final smash involved, like, the, the Ordon Goat, which he would <laughs> have get slammed into him, and he would just toss it somewhere. Yeah. I don't I don't know why. I don't know why I did that. I was like, I'm going to do something completely out there and nutty. And mm-hmm. I, I did. I've made some bonkers-ass shit. That's one Elf bowling elf. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, yeah, I remember uh, for the Zelda tournament that he put on, I did like a great Deku tree through the through the eons Dude, kind did, of moveset. We did three three of us did that. Three. I think it was like you, me, and Kamkai. We all did uh, Deku tree stages, and we were all like all of ours were different too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as I recall, I got first place. I think so. Yeah. And, like, I did mine as, like, um, Great Deku Tree. Like, no, I think mine was called Great Deku Tree Through the Ages. Or if, if maybe we multiple did it and we just did it in different ways. Like, mine was seeing, like, the growth of the Deku Tree. Except it, it was like the Deku Sprout started off in um, uh, Wind Waker. And then, like, he would grow up to being a bigger tree. And then he was, like, the big one in Ocarina. And then he would, like, slowly die or whatever. I don't, I don't remember exactly how it worked, but... Yeah, we, we we did more than just characters. There were stages, assist trophies, event matches, bosses, enemies, items, Pokemon, yeah. assists. We, we basically, did it all. we did it all. Basically, basically, just where the Smashtopia wiki is now is an, a direct extension of where Mercurius brought us. Yeah, it's like there were there were always multiple sites, there were multiple wikis, but Smashtopia is. The current and probably final incarnation of Mercurios for us. I don't think I'm ever going to do anything at Smash Up. I don't really need to because it's it's a weekly and it's going to stay there theoretically forever. So I can always just yeah. go add back, more back to. It. I actually haven't outside of uh, things that we've done here with our Smash Topia episodes. I have not added anything to the wiki since Ultimate was revealed. Right. It's like I kind of I kind of fell out of it once Ultimate was revealed. It's like oh my god, here's all this cool stuff. I didn't really want to. I made a couple things I remember, or like I would update some of my submissions that were revealed to be, you know, like I had an assist trophy move for the Squid Sisters, 
but I mm-hmm. called her like Callie and Marie, and it might have worked a little bit differently. And then when we got revealed, oh hey, they're acting as the Sharpie Special, so I was like, okay, well, let me just update it to match that because theirs is better. Yeah, yeah, and there's there's a there's a lot of that too. And Sakurai finally put something in the game himself with his development team. You're like, oh shit, how come I didn't think of that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's so pretty sometimes, consistent. Sometimes I think that I have a better idea, but sometimes it's just like, okay, yeah, you you schooled me. That's not surprising, but just schooled me. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, like with Inklings, for instance. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think my Inkling, Inkling moveset was that bad, but I do definitely no, think that no. what Sakura came up with was better than what I came up with. Right, right. Yeah, there's a lot There's a lot of that, but in, in other ways, you're still the American Sakura, so... Wow. <laughs> there are over 300 submissions on the Smashtopia wiki, almost all of which are yours, so... There's... That's true. <laughs> There's that. There was there was a time when it was the it was the new hotness, and now Super Cast Brothers kind of is. So we're we're just finding that balance, and I think between seasons we can collaborate on getting those other Smashtopia episode submissions on there. Mm-hmm. And over time, and over time we can talk about you know uh, more things. Like this was a year of straight characters, pretty much, with the exception of the Assist Trophy Extravaganza. So we can dive into you know theoretically a stage extravaganza sort of thing, or or bosses or or even some weird stuff like event matches, items, whatever. Yeah. Like we can we can do theoretically whatever we want. And as we expand Super Cast Brothers into this next year, this next season, uh, future seasons, because this is probably going to go on for the rest of our lives because we're crazy, uh, <laughs> and it's a good output considering we're going to be speculating and talking and playing Smash regardless of yep. whether the podcast exists or not. So it may as well exist because it's an interesting little thing. So, uh, yeah, it, it's an interesting feature for the podcast. I'm looking forward to where that comes from. And just looping it back into the topic of the episode. Without Mercurius, we would not be friends, probably. We would not be doing this, probably. So credit is where credit is due to DK3 and to the other members of that site that that kept it alive for as long as it was. Um, for all of the kind of tumultuous struggles we uh we became friends and and Jake and Eric are and Trevor and a few other folks are still a part of the main thread of our coexistence so that's uh fairly significant and i think you know at the end of the day i definitely had a lot more fun at mercurius than i than i had than it was ever a detriment to me same absolutely yeah. so so looking back, I, I look back on it fondly. It's it's just funny. It, the, the bad stuff that we're talking about, like, oh, we were kids and we we said this and did this and we wish we didn't. I think that just comes with the territory of being younger. Yeah. I mean, even even me now, uh, being 26 years old, I'll look back on when I was 25. Or I'll look back on a few months ago and be like, wow, why did I make that decision? I was fucking stupid. Yep. <laughs> so it's, it's just a case of constantly maturing. And unfortunately, part of the constantly maturing is realizing how dumb you were the day before oh yeah um so luckily there's you know several like well over several like what 1500 days that set us between then and now so we're pretty we're pretty well off all said and done actually that's a good that's a good thing way to almost kind of cap things off yeah so i joined september 4th 2007 there's 365 days in a year. Let's. I've known you for about 
4,000 days. And how many years of my life? That is almost 13 years. God. (laughs) 13 years of torment. Yep. 13 years of torment. And it's probably going to be far more than 13 years of torment when our story closes. 13 more years. 13. (laughs) 13 years of Supercast Brothers. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. No matter where life takes it. We probably will. I mean, we'll probably be playing it. Smash will be Smash 6, so... Mm-hmm. The, the, yeah, maybe, maybe it could be Smash 8. Could be. Could, could be, be 7 or 8. Could be. Mm-hmm. Smash 6 will definitely be out by then. Uh, unless they keep porting uh, Ultimate and they just add more to it. Yeah, a, a viable option, but one that I don't find realistic for some reasons, but no, that's a whole other topic. I don't think Sakurai would do it. If, if Sakurai yeah, didn't but... want to do Smash again, I could see Nintendo saying, let's just port it and then add more, but I don't think Sakurai would want that. Yeah. Not not only are we going to get RL Nadia in, in Smash 6, if we get to Smash 8, we're probably going to have just the Puyo Blobs themselves be playable. Oop. Which was make, a moose at the Trevor and I made. for Puyo Blobs. And I was proud of it. I'm still proud of it. <laughs> I mean, when you can do something with that, I guess, you know, you can do something with anything. Let, let's, let's close things out by looking at Puyo Puyo. Yeah, this is actually pretty well written out. I don't feel like reading it all because it's paragraphs, which, you know, credit to you, paragraphs. But that was also mm-hmm. one you did back in 2010, so it should have been fucking paragraphs by then. Let's be mm-hmm. real. Yeah, yeah, I was 16 years old. Jesus, there was a lot of praise on that move, so holy damn, there's a lot of comments here. <laughs> Jesus. Now I want to see it for myself. Okay, let me... <laughs> Like, the standard special is the blobs forming a slingshot and then slinging other blobs out. <laughs> That's some Angry Birds shit. Yeah. Was Angry Birds out at the time? Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I had to look. I would <laughs> guess no. Uh, no, it was. It released December 2009. Wow, so it was just six months old at the time. I know. Holy crap. Angry Birds, Fruit Ninja, kind of that old... Now we can consider that like old school mobile pioneers. Holy moly. God, I didn't realize it was that old. Mm Mm-hmm. It's funny that the Puyo Blobs are like almost like if I made the symbiote from Spider-Man just be a playable character. (laughs) Oh, God. Because it's like engulf, and the blobs will morph together and and jump in a specified direction to like engulf an opponent and, and take and temporarily, you know, like overtake them. So it's like that's the venom symbiote. Amazing. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of praise. Oh my gosh, that was the part. That that's where James 007 was like you beauty. And, he, you... and I want to jump in bush with you. Oh, man. Oh, my God. This is a gold mine. And there's boxing kangaroo. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he yeah. said you beauty. like, wait, what? And he's like, no, I'm, I'm Australian. It, it's slang for 
you're cool, I think. I, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't see the I want to jump with bush, jump in bush with you, though. Yeah, I got ahead of myself. I, when I got to the end, it wasn't there. Yeah, no. <laughs> you beauty is. You beauty also, is there. Picture, not only is Tyler Tasmanian Tiger, but Sailor Moon. Oh, yeah. And these are like the final profile pictures that we ever had on there. Ebit is like Link from Link to the Past. Flame Zone is Naruto, which ironic as fuck. You've got Ranolf. Uh, Turbo Texas mm -hmm. is the New Age Retro Hippie. I have Faulkner from Pokemon Gold. Yep. I like how Turbo Texas submission was. Mother 4 not being made, I'll make it myself. Which was actually what someone else ended up doing many years later. Yep. Did it, did it ever finish? I remember that finish. I'm, I'm not sure. I think it might have turned into a new pro. It turned into a new project because Nintendo wanted to cease and desist it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's something like Freedom Planet that started out as a Sonic fan thing and then they turned it into an actual legit game. It's like that. Gotcha. Yeah, but I, I'm looking for. I have to remember. I have to look back and figure out what it's called though. But I think it's definitely still around, just in another form. Uh. The good thing about Mother titles, though, is that outside of, like, the connection to Porky and Gygus, you can get away with the style looking the same, the characters being what they were already, and then you just have to change a few little things, like change what PSI is called, and you're like, okay, there you go. Yep. So that's fine. It's kind of, it's kind of like Bug Fables, but, you know, bugs instead of Paper Mario. Hmm. <laughs> um... And there's a lot of unique drip, driving story and aesthetic in there, of course, too. Um, yeah. Very interesting times. The Puyo Blobs were some of the last submissions I think we made, and it was when we were on a submission kick. I know that Jake and I did something from Chrono Cross together where that was a stage, like the opening area. I don't recall because that was more his game than mine, oh, Jake but it was cool. Did and... make character from Chrono Cross together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like there, and then you and I did times, some stuff together. Yeah. There were several times that Mercurius would die, we'd all leave, and then Jake would be like, let's go back, DK3 says he's gonna do things, and we, you and I looked at each other just like, yeah, that ain't gonna last. But we would humor Jake, and then it just finally, eventually died, and we stopped caring. It, just, it was mm -hmm. a cycle. It was an unending cycle. The last uh, update that was actually on the website, his last post he made, was from 2013. Mm -hmm. long before the forum stopped being active and he had actually made posts on the forum since then which is kind of fun yeah. mm -hmm. but uh, I mean in conclusion I mean Mercurius you were a great time mm -hmm. you uh, changed the course of where my life was going I wouldn't say you changed the course of my life going. but my life would have gone in a completely different direction if I never found it I, I don't know what I would do, who I'd be talking to or anything. Maybe nobody. But <laughs> yeah. as as many problems as there were with it, I would not give it up. Oh, me neither. I'll it was an essential it, part. But I won't give it oh, up. Oh, yeah. 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 It was, it was an essential part of, I think, both of our upbringings, ultimately. Mm -hmm. So, uh, in some ways, the most essential part. Yeah. So... There's that. That's kind of a messy, although although loving look back on Mercurius, which is good because that's kind of how Mercurius was. Messy, but well-loved. Yeah. That's and uh, now we've... 
now we've moved on to Supercast Brothers, and we can drag everyone along with us on this new journey. Ooh, Hooray. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that was a nice conclusion, a nice look back. And now we're going to look forward on our next episode. Which is the is final it? Smashtopia of the season, the final Smashtopia of these of this nine cycle business that we're doing with the with the first year. We are so and, special. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gonna be mysterious. Our mystery submissions to the Smashtopia eventually the Smashtopia wiki, but the Smashtopia portion of our podcast. Uh where Lister and I are going to showcase to one another submissions character movesets rather that we are hiding from one another the the idea behind so i don't are characters that are theoretically possible for smash uh, we're operating under the rules that they must be a video game character and they must have or at least their their video game franchise at the least if you have something like final fantasy or dragon quest the franchise must have at least been on nintendo at some point but the character themselves it's something that, for one reason or another, would never, ever happen. I've got my own. Jono has his. What surprise are we going <laughs> to hit each other with? I, I have a theory on what you might hit me with. You probably have a mm-hmm. theory on mine. But mm-hmm. neither one of us knows for sure, and that's going to be exciting. Instead of that is going to be exciting. Moveset, we're just going to be showing off what we can do on our own. Which technically, in a way, we've been doing and all the other ones anyways, and we just meshed our ideas together. But uh, this time, we don't get the chance for that. If we have a shit attack, we have a shit attack. Yeah, absolutely. If we have advanced painting, then advanced painting gets put in the moveset. Yeah. <laughs> that was quite the episode, Adeline. Take a look back at that while you wait for the sex Topia. And until then... I guess this is uh, the two of us signing out, but not forever and not sporadically, not not Mercurius slash DK3 staff. Even though we have had a few times where there's been no episode uploaded in over a month. Oops. Yeah, there, yeah, there's there's it. been moments like that. We're, we're, yeah, we have some we have some things we're trying to improve on that situation. So hopefully going forward we won't have to deal with that. But you know, we'll see. Yeah, season, year two is like a new year, new me kind of kind like, of thing, you know? It's like the first season of a show, you, you got to get through season one. Season one's rough. And then season two, that's where it all clicks. Yep. Hey, it's not as rough as it was when we started, so there's that. True. True. <laughs> yep. All right. I guess this is us signing off. Cheerio. See you all next time.